0: It's Drop the Subject, it's Allie, it's Dr. James Simmons, nurse practitioner We're happy to be here, hope you are as well Interact with us always, we love hearing from you Just got a comment actually uh, on our DMs at DTS show on our Instagram Saying, love the B story, y'all crack me up So thank you very much Uh, You know, I guess B talk goes farther than I thought And uh, so they thought it was A plus in their book, happy to hear it I, you know, we were we got to talking about that yesterday because you you have a pool, you have a pool person, you have people coming in and out of your house. I don't know.
1: Do you hear the pool person would, right you, now? Yes, he's, he's like, there right he's now. He's there As we speak, right right and outside the window.
0: We've talked about the attractiveness of your pool boy because we you know p- pool boys are a big topic of conversation this year, and you were like my pool my pool boy is a pool man. He, he was not. He, was a pool
1: man, yeah. he
0: once was a maybe a young, svelte pool boy, but now he is a matured, grizzly pool man and, vacuuming and your pool. Currently,
1: a lovely, lovely person who you know that like the dog loves him, so you know he's got to be like a good dude, right? Because the dog is like, oh, the pool guy's here. He's fine, and he's very funny, and he does a wonderful job, and he's very sweet.
0: But you he's- have. Just not At any attractive. given time, <laughs>
1: <laughs> which is okay. He doesn't have to be like it's not no. his job to be attractive. It's his job no, to clean it's the pool, not. right?
0: But you have how many days this week have you not had somebody in your house fixing something?
1: I, honestly, it has felt that way. This as people, those of you who are listening who are homeowners, you get this. Like my my father prepared me for this probably when I was six years old because he's been trying to convince me to buy a house since then. But he's like, you know, if you own a house, there's always something to do. Like it's never you never rest. And you're like, oh, whatever. Nope, it's true. Like, if you own a piece of property, there is always something to do, even on top of, like, the general maintenance. So, this week, we have the pool guy who comes every week. And then, every other week, we have the people who, like, like the gardeners, I guess. And that's great. Well, we have a fireplace that was not functioning well and it needed to be fixed. And so we had the guy come to evaluate the fireplace and tell us how many, how much god-awful amount of money it was going to be. And I was like, we don't need the fireplace that bad. And Chris won that battle. So we now yeah. are spending... Way more than I ever wanted to on fixing the fireplace. But this is very, very important to him. So whatever. I, you know, pick your battles, right?
0: Well, when you you have, yes, you do have to pick your battles. And all of these stories that you're telling me scare the crap out of me since we are looking into buying a home. Uh But uh, so I guess I'm going to nix fireplace off of the (laughs) must-have list.
1: (laughs) But I mean, they they are not cheap. Once you get it fixed, they last for like ever. But if you've got some broken stuff in your fireplace, like, man, it is not a cheap fix. Whoa.
0: (laughs) And when you have these people in your house, see, when I have, if there's anybody in my apartment fixing something or say the drain's clogged or I don't know what it is, I am usually very uncomfortable and I just, well, I, I, I usually opt for no conversation, but you Mm. end up having great conversation with the people that come into your house. You said you spoke for like a half an hour to the people that were in your house yesterday and I, and I don't. I mean, I would imagine that they seem very invested and they're enjoying that conversation. For me, when they come in, I'm like, I just sit there and silently look on my phone and keep offering them coffee or water.
1: (laughs) I go the other route. I think it's the Midwesterner in me when I'm like, instead of being uncomfortable that this person's in my home, like, I'm going to get to know them a little bit like they're working. I'm probably working like we all know this is awkward. So let's just acknowledge it. Right. Um, And it's probably way more awkward for me than it is for them because they're in and out of people's homes all the time. Like, this is what they do. But Yes, I have, we had the electricians over because during the heat wave a couple weeks ago, our electricity got all wonkadoo and crazy and weird. So we're like, all right, electrician dude, come on over. And the electrician dude is super great. He not only is an electrician, but he also works on, like, movie sets. He's, like, an electrician oh. in the industry. So he'll be like, yeah, I'm in between shoots or, like, you know, I'm slow with COVID or whatever. I got time to come over. And he brings his buddy over. And these are two very, like, aesthetically blue collar white guys they got their overalls on that are probably as old as they are and they're stained and they got really intense muscular hands that obviously do a lot of blue collar kind of work and they drive trucks and they got scruffy beards and the whole nine right i think one of them smokes cigarettes like you you put this picture in your head of like blue collar white dude who's an electrician times 2 and you not only can
0: I picture, but I can smell.
1: You can, what you're you're can smell, you're talking about.
0: Although it's just are, like slight grease and musk and woody, and, like like sand kindlings.
1: Yeah, and some people are like super into that, right? Like that's great. I'm not saying I'm not.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> I mean like, what you're describing is the beginning of a lot of porns that I a I've lot
1: watched. of porns. Right, and I, well, I kind of wondered. So we're talking, talking, and they're great, right? Like these guys are awesome. This is they've been over before. And so they come over and they're working on stuff. And, of course, it takes them 37 seconds to fix everything, right? It makes you kind of feel dumb. But then we get to talking and one of them brings up the protests. And I was like, "Uh oh, here we go. Like, my hair stood up on the back of my neck and I got all like, whatever. And
0: nope. What were you thinking? Were you thinking of? Uh, you're like, OK, there's a f- one of a few things I can be getting right now. Blue lives matter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All lives matter. All lives matter. Uh huh. I thought this uh, was the road we were going down. Yeah, like, okay. um, well, you know, they interrupted my ability to work or or my job or my my brother's a cop or I used to be a cop or whatever and blah blah, blah all these things. And because it was because I will admit this, it was because I was prejudging two scruffy blue collar white dudes, like L.A. or not or whatever. Like I was prejudging them based off of their appearance and the little bit I knew about them before and their profession. I was like feeling some kind of way and then dumb dumb me i just listened and sure enough these two guys both of them end up being like former like punk rockers who are like in a band and they totally were like protesting and they like supported the protesters and they were like we don't get people who say things like blue lives matter like like they were like all in for it and they're like we need to like We totally get why defunding the police makes sense. Like, the police need money, but so do communities. Like, if we can prevent people from getting there in the first place, there wouldn't be any of this. And I was like, I can't believe these guys are saying this stuff. Like, this is amazing.
0: You're like, you were just here to fix my lamp. And there are no (laughs) wires crossed between them. That's very exciting. Well, I'm glad to hear that. We're going to take a two minute break. Two minute breaks are great. Uh, Better than a three-minute break, right? Everyone wants to know how long they're going to be sitting through commercials these days. That's why we give you the two-minute promise. Lots to look forward to on the show today. We'll be right back with more. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q.
1: You are listening to Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. I'm James Simmons with Allie Johnson. And this is also a trigger warning, by the way. Uh, What we're about to talk about can be very difficult and troubling for some folks who may have had traumatic experiences regarding uh, sexual assault in the past. Um, so we're gonna talk about some allegations against Jerry Harris, who was the breakout star of Netflix's docuseries cheer. Um, and if if these things are triggering for you as well, we ask that you tune out for this segment. But we do think this information is important to bring to you um as Jerry Harris has actually been heard on the airwaves of channel Q and um was was kind of a, a big deal from this Netflix docuseries. There are uh, a lawsuit that is now appearing um, or been brought to federal court in Chicago uh, yesterday, according to assistant U.S. attorney Joseph Fitzpatrick in uh, the Chicago area, alleging that the 21 year old Jerry Harris solicited child pornography images and videos from two 14-year-old twin boys on multiple occasions. There's also some other allegations that there were as many as four minors that Harris might have solicited uh, images and videos from who were all underage at the time of doing this two years ago when Harris himself was 19.
0: Yes. Um, thank you, James. Uh, I know this is tough to talk about, but it is important. and And we're just sharing with you the information that we have Obviously, Jerry Harris was a... a you know, a lot of people were talking about him when the uh, the docu series Cheer came out, which is a fantastic documentary. and um and yes, he has appeared uh, on the show and on the sta- or on um Let's Go there and on the station in general. And so hearing things like this, especially about somebody in the community, is always devastating. And it's also at the same time important for us to share uh, you know stories like this because the, you know, these alleged victims uh, need to be heard as well. And this is just a couple of them. Uh, These are the twins that James is speaking about. They spoke to USA Today about their experience.
1: What everyone is seeing of Jerry Harris from the outside view from social media is a completely different person from when you actually know him. Yes, he might be charming and funny and lovable and
0: also be engaging in sexual activity with children. That was the attorney for the family.
1: Jerry would send me photos and videos of himself, send me obviously, nude pictures of himself and, like, saying all of the things that, like, he, like, wants to, like, do to me and stuff like that.
0: I mean, I can't imagine how difficult it is to talk about this on national television. And uh, and who you heard was the the mother of the boys. And, you know, this is a, a longer video where the boys kind of talk about the exchanges that happened on Snapchat. Uh, this again, this is all alleged right now. But Jerry responding and, and saying, OK, I, I apologize for my behavior before we shouldn't be friends on Snapchat, which would indicate that he knew he was doing something wrong. But Uh, Now he is 21 years old. And some of these allegations, as James said, uh, began when he was the age of 19 and the youngest alleged victim is 13 years
1: old. Harris has also said in interviews with investigators that there may be he may have solicited and received similar nude photos and videos from as many as 10 to 15 other individuals on social media um, and that all of those individuals were minors at that time. Um, There's also a complaint about actual physical sex acts with a minor that may have occurred during the summer of 2019. So just last year uh, during, you know, when the Netflix uh, documentary came out. Um, Unfortunately, you know, this is this is considered production of child pornography. And all this is alleged at this uh, point in time. I think it's important that we do note that a spokesperson for Jerry Harris has said we categorically dispute the claims made against Jerry Harris, which are alleged to have occurred when he was a teenager. Their statement says, um, it's unclear if Jerry Harris actually has legal representation at this time, but his spokesperson for Harris denies the allegations, which do carry a sentence of 15 years in prison and a maximum of 30 years under federal law.
0: Yeah, it, which is a very hefty uh sentence. And and yes, I'm confused a little bit, but of course we're still figuring all of this out as the information gets out there, but to be arrested and he's been arrested and having the charge of child of production of child pornography is 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 an interesting charge comparatively to what we're seeing which was sending pictures uh exchanges maybe an exchange of money but production the actual production of it is a completely different thing so i assume that we'll get more information on that um, moving forward but it seems like information is coming out pretty quickly and um again just really tough to have to share news like this with you because um you know you never like to hear things like this especially with somebody that um you know was is so lovable as or was so lovable at least to the camera um and you know in a in a documentary like cheer which is a really important documentary to see and to experience um especially now so uh not fun news to bring you but we'll certainly keep you updated on what's going on as more information comes out when we come back we're going to talk about obama's Finsta count because James doesn't know what a Finsta is and Obama's new book. Drop the subject. The new channel Q. Uh drop the subject with Allie and James Simmons. Hey, let's talk Wait. about
1: Obama. Ooh, okay. Yes, a real president. We have Obama around in three and a half years.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, you know, do you feel triggered in a good way by pictures and videos of Barack Obama when you see them where you're just like, oh,
1: I when Michelle came on the DNC, I burst into tears. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I, just seeing her you're face like, like nice, i was like uh, i do, honestly i didn't uh, th- i don't think we realize how traumatizing it is sometimes to be i mean to be a, a fat black queer person in america <laughs> right now let alone most of us and then all of a sudden i'm like i see michelle and she's like hello america and i was like oh and you're oh, like oh, we need you save us <laughs> my god I, <laughs> right. I
0: know it's a bummer well uh let's just play this it's it, it'll tickle your nostalgia it'll make you feel nice uh Barack Obama has put out another video, and here's what he said.
1: Over the past few months, I've learned a thing or two from young people about how to quarantine successfully. You've taught me how to make a mean sourdough starter. <laughs> it looks awful.
0: You sh- All right, so there's the at first the uh, the diagnosis on sourdough bread. Barack Obama does not endorse <laughs> that, and he says it looks awful. Let's see looks what else he awful. says.
1: <laughs> Showed me the renegade challenge. Great name, by the way, which I've been enjoying on my Finsta.
0: So this is where the question comes in. Finsta. He Uh mentions his Finsta account. And I was surprised to hear off the air before we came on and talked about this, that you do not know what a Finsta account is. Because didn't you, James Simmons, nurse practitioner, doctor, recently appointed doctor, write your dissertation on, I mean, not just specifically Instagram, but was largely about Instagram.
1: Oh, it was, yes, very, very largely about Instagram. But I, I mean, yes, but also here's the thing about research. You have to be like super mega ultra specific. So my dissertation was very specific about does a particular type of sexual health intervention on Instagram to a particular population of people work to change those people's behaviors and educate them? So it wasn't Uh, like, I know all about social media now. It was like, does this one thing to this one group change this one thing? Like, that's research, right? And then you extrapolate it to Twitter or other populations or whatever. So while I will say I'm pretty darn good on Insta, I have absolutely no (laughs) effing idea what (laughs) finsta is
0: all right well it's not anything related to only fans or anything of that nature okay good. a finsta can't, it's nothing dirty
1: <laughs> nothing wrong with that by the way like i have friends who make lots of money on just for fans so it's good for
0: that us. that's true yes. uh but a finsta account is a fake instagram account finsta is like a small you know how you have your camera roll on your phone and then maybe you have a secret app that okay. has some secret pictures on your phone
1: hold up a second. there's a whole
0: separate social media platform called finsta
1: it's an actual platform or it's just a fake instagram account
0: no i think it's an actual app am i crazy
1: yes jesse Jesse says you're jesse says you're crazy
0: (laughs) okay all right jesse is is speaking for us right now he's saying that it's a fake instagram account that you would exist within the instagram app right Uh huh. Jesse? Okay, he's nodding his head. But it's a private account that you would not share with anybody except your closest friends, correct?
1: Uh Ha, see? I'm not the only one.
0: Okay, but I thought that this was like a fake app. I thought it was an app like that. You anyway. All right, we're moving on. You sound old. Uh huh. Uh, A Finsta account is a fake Instagram, and it's a chance to sell uh, to share quote a goofier, less edited version of yourself with a trustworthy group of friends. So the next question is, how the hell do we start following and get access to Barack Obama's Finsta account?
1: But dude, right.
0: There is also an announcement that he so this whole video was a a voting initiative that he has, which is great. Uh, If you go to votesave.us slash Obama, he has all kinds of information on how to vote, making a plan for voting and effective voting in general, which is great. That's what he's about, et cetera, et cetera. He also uh, I don't know if he mentions this in the video itself, but he is coming out with another book Uh, It's a 768 page book. Oh my
1: God. How many ghostwriters do you need for that? Probably
0: none because he's Obama. Um,
1: (laughs) He can do anything. He He can can do
0: anything it's called a promised land and it will be the first a of two volumes gland? is that a what you promised said? A promised land that's your second dissertation
1: <laughs> a promised gland, Gl-
0: gland. <laughs> all right i thought it would work effectively and now it's clogged the end <laughs>
1: 778 pages of <laughs> a promised land okay so a promised land what is it a boot
0: Well, it's his memoir and it is, I think this is his third book. He's written several books before that have all Mm. done great. But Mm. at this point, they are so sure that this is going to be incredible that they've already issued three million copies to be made. I would imagine that's not going to be enough. But it's already an enormous order before a book has been released to order that many. Wow. Um, m- but Michelle's Michelle Obama's book has been has sold more than eight point one million copies in the Damn. United States and Canada, and so that's one of the highest selling books ever. And Mr. Obama's book took way longer to write and so he's been doing that since he left office. Uh, Talk about quarantine accomplishments. I'm sure we'll all want to pick this up and it's not coming out until after the election because that's just how he is. November 17th is when the book comes out. Uh, More Drop the Subject on the way. We've got two minutes of commercials. There's 768 pages of Obama's book but only two minutes of commercials on this station so stick around.
1: Drop the Subject. The new Channel Q. Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. Allie and James, I (laughs) So basically a Finsta is just a fake Instagram account. I just have to put that out there, by the way. I just, for all of (laughs) you who may have been confused earlier on, if you don't know what we're talking about, not only are we on the radio, but we also got a little podcast and we download it or upload it or whatever it is every single day. Be sure to go to radio.com to check that out. Subscribe, give us five stars, all that stuff. Um, In some other really fun, super exciting news that the U.S. Census Bureau is actually doing right. Because you may recall the U.S. Census Bureau has been a little bit under hot water because they're doing the census this year. Right. So they can release the numbers next year. And they cut off the Trump administration had the U.S. Census Bureau cut off a whole month of counting people.
0: I mean, everything was being delayed and I can't tell you one event that has not been postponed or delayed. I can't. And I also can't tell you one that has been moved up. Like, hey, let's do this sooner, right?
1: right. Not one. And then
0: the census, yeah. So then to be like, no, we're gonna go ahead and rush the census. It's like, whoa, there's absolutely no reason behind that, and you know who it directly affects is underrepresented communities. Ding, 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 so that God. is, yeah. But we are getting some good news, it seems, from the census, which is that there are more gays.
1: Hooray! Well, at least we're we're counting more gays. Um, so okay. just f- five years. <laughs> guys yeah, more <laughs> They're they're every, We are everywhere. We told you we were coming. We're here. We're living we're, among get, you. Get, yeah. <laughs> so two thousand. So five years ago, we got uh, same sex marriage right legally, like federally, right? Hooray! There are now more than half a million households that are made up of same sex married couples. So to be specific, five hundred sixty eight thousand one hundred and ten couples in 2009, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, which is an increase of married same-sex households by 70% in the last five years.
0: I mean, an increase of 70% in anything is fantastic. The only thing I can think of that would increase 70% in the last five years was like smog emissions.
1: My waistline. (laughs) Everyone's
0: pant size has increased (laughs) 70%. So this is great news. And is this just people... Uh, the, this is people actually getting married and then reporting their marriages, correct? So now yeah. that gay marriage has been legalized federally, everyone's getting hitched.
1: Well, and the, and the Census Bureau was saying there are actually 980,000-ish same-sex couple households reported in 2019. 58% of those, so that 568,000, are actually married. 42% are unmarried. So there's almost a million of us same- sex at least gender assigned at birth people living together and reporting that on census numbers which i think is i i mean i wonder if it's an actual increase or we've so what, we've always been here right and you're just counting us now
0: yes and i think there's more li- like marriages happening just in general everyone's like married 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 we can get married yay married and that happened when you know gay marriage was legalized in california we everyone was looking at us and they were like when are you getting married and we were like "Ah!" it was a lot of pressure
1: (laughs) you're like back off
0: i know at one point i tried to convince katie that it was not legalized that i could buy myself a little more time but it was (laughs) that's funny it was great and and it is great to see these couples i wonder eventually and i'm not saying this to be a pessimist What do you think the divorce rate is among LGBT couples comparatively to the general public as the general public is like 52 percent and climbing?
1: Yeah, I wonder what that um, what that divorce rate is going to be. I I don't know. There's probably some of our listeners out there who may know this. If you do, please let us know at DTS show. You can comment or hit us up in the uh, in the DR slide into our DMs. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, I know I do wonder what that divorce rate is going to be if it if the marriage rate went up so quickly is the divorce rate going to happen so quickly I don't know it's pretty interesting there's other because we kind of like statistics around here there's some other really fun places Ali you get one crack at which state had the has, most had the mo- greatest concentration of same-sex households
0: oh um, all right well I'm just going to go ahead and eliminate from the bottom up so it's definitely not alabama it's <laughs> A-L-A. not a l-a-v-m <laughs> it's not arizona A-R-A-R-I-C-O-N-A. a-r-i-c-o-n-a, A-R-I-C-O-N-A. A-R-I-C-O-N-A. <laughs> alaska it's um west virginia it's, it's it's california it's gotta be
1: the district of columbia What? At 2.4%, that was a little bit of a trick question, right? Because I said state, so I threw you off. But 2.4% of households, followed by Delaware, then Oregon, then Massachusetts, then Washington State, rounds out the top five. How about that?
0: Wow, I am shocked. Uh, DC is a fan of the D and the C. It's exciting. Congratulations. Whoa, hey-oh. Drop the subject: the new Channel Q.
1: Drop the subject: Allie and James. We certainly hope that uh, you have recovered. You know, I feel like, Ali the the Tuesday, like yesterday, like the Tuesday after Labor Day is one of the hardest days of the year. Like, it's just hard. It's is like Is it? January okay, that 3rd. one felt
0: hot. Not, not the show part. Like, I enjoyed doing the show with you thoroughly, but it was just kind of a, a, a day yeah. that really took a lot out of me, even if you get the three days off.
1: Yeah, I just think, I think there's, everyone was like, Probably drinking on Saturday and maybe a little bit on Sunday. And then there's something about like they're here, the weather was so hot. And then I don't, you just know you go back, right? There's nothing coming up, there's no built in breaks until like Thanksgiving, technically, mm-hmm. right? And so you're just like, oh man, I got like three full months where there's a got to work, like it's back to the Zoom, back in house. Like, I don't know, kids are going back to school. It's just a weird time. It's going to be all political for the next two months. And I feel like everyone was just a little bleh.
0: Yeah. Yesterday. Agreed. Like,
1: yeah. Um, speaking of drinking over the weekend, by the way, your researchers are now coming out with a really, really interesting, and I have lots of thoughts about this, Allie. I hope you do too, but a really interesting new feature for your fancy phone, for that thousand dollar phone in your pocket. They have figured out a way for your phone to be able to tell if you are drunk.
0: Now, I don't want to immediately say boo, buzzkill phone, boo. But because I'm not usually want someone who cares about phones, knowing what I'm doing, knowing where I am, listening to me. Uh, I mean, I pray that anyone's listening to me still. <laughs> Please, if my phone is one of them, then sh- thank you. But <laughs> what I don't want is my phone to shame me. And if my phone mm. is going to alert me that I've had one too many whiskeys and I'm now walking like a saloon owner, then I would like to turn that notification off.
1: Yes. And I well, the researchers at University of Pittsburgh, they just published this research that said, Allie, with ninety-three percent accuracy, they can tell if you are intoxicated just by how you're walking. So, just by how your
0: phone is in your pocket,
1: yeah, sloshing about. You're like sousing around, you're just like whatever. You think you're walking straight, but you're not really. And you probably aren't doing your words and stuff like, let's get tacos, you guys, like all of that stuff. But apparently, now they've figured out a way that your phone can tell what that is that gentle rocking motion of the drunk walk, the famous drunk walk. And they're what they're hoping to do is sort of match this up with like people who have maybe problematic drinking. Or if you're like my phone unlocks my car, so if I'm drunk walking towards my car, then maybe my my phone won't let me open up my car so that I'm not drunk driving.
0: Yeah, but can't you do? But 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 what if you're a passenger?
1: Um, that's the next research study, Alex. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, well, University of Pittsburgh, I need you to have these answers. No, I, I do think. It out. I mean, I'm, you just need to figure it out, but I do, I I do love. Okay. So I think this is where really it's very interesting that we're both, uh, we're kind of opposite on this because I hate that my phone and this stupid Siri thing pod thing in my house and like everything is listening to and watching me all the time. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But this I think could really be sort of interesting in terms of like, there are so many injuries and deaths caused by, excessive alcohol use of course. that maybe if there's maybe your phone can shame you a little bit or maybe if it notices you're drunk walking it can just be like hey here's the um lift hey girl app. have some water Yeah, that's what I want. I
0: want it to just like poop out a little glass of water for
1: you. (laughs) Just poop. Or it could be like there's a convenience store right there with some water. One of your friends is actually just three blocks away. And here's the Lyft app in case you want to ride home. You know, like maybe it won't shame you. It'll just uh, support you to get home safely.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I also don't necessarily need the gate of my walk to to my my phone should probably know that I'm drunk just based on my search history. I'm looking for the nearest Taco (laughs) Bell. And that makes it very clear <laughs> that I am no longer sober. Allie,
1: how much have you had to drink? Like that just like flashes up on your phone.
0: Yeah, it's just like, hey, hey, hey! Do you want to go to a Taco Bell cantina? And I'm like, yes, I do. Or
1: <laughs> well, it's like the Amber Alert noise, um, right? Where the yeah, <laughs> like a, you're like, you're like, you're like, and it's like you should. lesbian
0: in a green turcell. Drop the subject. The new Channel Q
1: drop the subject presents news it or lose it
0: it's that time i've got two headlines james has two headlines you get the news it's news it or lose it we can only news yeah you, you can it. only news one story and you must lose the other we will never speak of the lost story ever again it goes into Purgatory or the ether or the middle or upside down land or wherever you want to call it. Here's your first headline or Twitter. Twitter. Yes, exactly. (laughs)
1: Jesse said something funny. Good job, Jesse.
0: Here's your first headline. Michelob Ultra will pay you $50,000 to travel around the United States.
1: Do I have to drink Michelob Ultra?
0: It's a tough bargain, but you'll have to (laughs) news it to find out.
1: Let's news it. All
0: right. Then you have lost a story that uh, I am passionate about, but it's probably all in the headline for you. Tatiana Maslany, who is super hot, she's from Orphan Black. She's incredibly talented too, not just hot. She's been cast as She-Hulk in the Disney Plus show She-Hulk. Whoa!
1: I was yeah. thought you were going to give me a more. I was the, the 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 hesitation was was there a more creative title for She-Hulk than? she she hulk (laughs) well sometimes you just gotta call a spade a spade call a she hulk a she hulk right (laughs) i mean i got right the incredible hulk just has the incredible hulk not just but yeah anyway okay uh very good i cannot wait to hear about Michelob paying me to not drink their beer but to travel around the country uh your first headline ali johnson vice presidential nominee kamala harris allegedly has a whole closet's worth of these comfortable sneakers
0: Oh, I bet it's her Converse, isn't it? I know what you're playing at, James Simmons. I'm gonna lose it. Aha. Not taking the bait. You're not
1: taking the bait. It's her Chuck Taylors. Hooray! Of course
0: it is. Course I'm. I. But so, you know, if you want someone to like you, just wear Converse. That's really all you need to do. I kind of
1: feel like it's a thing, and I. I got a thing against it. Like before, emo was cool, and and hipsters and all that stuff. I like back in Chicago in my 20s, like a thousand years ago, people were wearing Chuck Taylors, and it was. I just was like, uh, you're not cool just because you're wearing Chuck Taylor. So I intentionally did not wear them being like all oh. contrarian and everything. But now I'm like, well, maybe they are just comfy. I don't know.
0: They are. They're comfy. They're versatile. They're amazing. You can dress them up. You can dress them down. Of course, I'm biased as a lesbian, but I have at least four pairs of Converse.
1: <laughs> Speaking of lesbians and Converse, <laughs> SNL welcomes out lesbian comic Punky Johnson to the cast
0: punky johnson punky
1: johnson since you since you my
0: evil twin sister <laughs> um uh, i
1: mean
0: it so would have tell to tell me about it her. would
1: have to be from different parents punky is black so oh, nice. she could be your i mean maybe adopted sister i guess i don't know you know there you whatever. go the uh anyway snl is adding to their current roster which is awesome of um like out queer performers, um, including Bowen Yang. I don't know. You remember if Bowen Yang yep. came on last mm-hmm. season and Kate McKinnon also, she's sort of like low key came out on all of us a couple of years ago. And she was sort of like, well, I've never not really been out, but like, yes, I'm a lesbian. Do you remember that part?
0: Yes, I do. And now that I'm looking at Punky Johnson's picture, uh, this person is very familiar. Yes, they're a L.A.-based comedian. Yeah,
1: so uh, yeah. Uh, you got it. Originally from New Orleans, but she's made a name for herself out here in Los Angeles, uh, which lots of people have, uh, particularly at the Comedy Store. Um, she and she is very out and very queer and talks about it and has from Jump Street. This is not some sort of like secret, secret or whatever, and it is fantastic. I wish I could play this clip that they gave us of her because it's very 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 funny but I think Jesse would have too many bleeps to do um, oh
0: damn all but right
1: Punky is very funny and very good and congratulations to Punky for joining the SNL cast
0: yay that's exciting thank you for sharing that James very important and uh, shout out to Jim Carrey I guess too because
1: <laughs> <laughs> who will be Joe playing Biden. Joe Biden this should uh, be interesting all
0: right. yes it should be uh, so Michelob Ultra they have an opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. They announced this uh, this search for a new CEO, otherwise known as a chief exploration officer. Oh, Man, the stories just get gayer. So
1: creative, right? Good job, Michelob. The,
0: the new, yes, the gig comes with some perks, including $50,000 and the chance to travel across the country to explore the most beautiful national parks that America has to offer. The CEO will get to travel in style in a state-of-the-art van. Ooh, van life. Yeah. Provided by the company along with gas, money, and a bunch of beer. And the new hire will even get to bring along a plus one. Ooh. They will spend six months on the road and get paid to explore iconic U.S. national parks and other beautiful sites across the country in a partnership with the National Parks Foundation. I don't even care about the other details. I will do this. And even if I have to drink Michelob Ultra six months on the road exploring Yellowstone and all of the all of the Redwoods, I am down for that. And someone
1: paying me to do it, like paying the gas money and the food and then giving me 50,000 bucks on top of it. I yeah. I'm down. I would chug Michelob Ultra for that. Let's do it.
0: Yeah. Fifty thousand dollars is like a quarter of a house payment. That's really exciting.
1: <laughs> do you think they would like let us take our show on the road, like from the van?
0: <gasps> Why not? Let's do it.
1: Let's submit. We're doing it. We're it's gonna be like our own okay. amazing race.
0: All right. We're going to take a moment. We're going to submit for the mid Globe ultra $50,000 exploration uh, job. And you are going to wait for two minute it's two minutes of commercials only. We'll be right back. Drop the subject.
1: The new channel Q. Drop the subject. I'm James. That's Allie. Jesse's around here somewhere too. He's our our brand new producer that just started yesterday. And Uh, It's been great having you around for the last day, Jesse. Good job. Lots to learn uh, in your first day, but so far so good. And we really appreciate uh, you, Drop the Subject listeners, for um, listening to us, not only where and wherever you listen, if you listen in your car or if you listen on the Radio.com app or you ask one of those computerized ladies in your house who's always listening to, hey, Alexa, play Drop the Subject on Channel Q or whatever, however it's supposed to go, right? I don't know. Hey, Just,
0: upgraded Siri. Yeah, <laughs> uh, any of them. Which She's getting real mouthy these days. She's like, whatever, I'm Siri. And you're like, what do you think you're better than me? Oh, wait, you are.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, wait, you are. Just because you know everything? Just because yeah. you're like a supercomputer who's like constantly God. spying on the entire world and has satellites and stuff? But like, Whatever.
0: She'll be the president of the new robot takeover
1: world. Oh, I feel like the new robot takeover world is already happening. Ugh, I'm <laughs> so over it, but I am not over. You drop the subject, listeners. We love when you chime in with us online. Um, if you don't already follow us uh, at DTS show or at Your Ally Johnson or at Ask the NP, we really appreciate that so much. And we have more sort of social media kind of things coming your way too. We're going to get a little more interactive on that and ask you some questions and put a little bit Bit more content up there because we love hearing from you and reaching out to you and having you be a part of the show
0: absolutely and um uh, we wish you all a wonderful weekend. I'm headed down to San Diego, otherwise known as a whale's vagina, to celebrate a friend's <laughs> birthday. So Ooh. I I plan to do a lot of heavy drinking. Hopefully, you uh, will as well, uh, unless you're sober, in which case, uh, good job on you. Um, step yes. by step or whatever it's called. Step, and- <laughs> step by
1: step or whatever it's called. Whatever you've done to be sober, congr- <laughs> honestly, congratulations. congratulations. Very, it's not easy. Very, very hard, especially, especially in a
0: Yes, in a pandemic and in a nation that is built on alcohol. Like, yes. there are so many. That's one of the things that really does frustrate me, the fact that alcohol is the center of most social things.
1: Uh-huh. And food. Like, yeah. No wonder we all have sort of substance, like, uh, use disorders when it comes to food or alcohol or whatever. Man, we this took a turn on a Friday afternoon. I know. With like, like uh,
0: And America's problem with alcoholism... <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but do have some nice cocktails. That's fine. Um, well, before we get out of here, we wanted to assign Jesse a movie because we have not done that in far too long. I've uh, been getting a little sidetracked here on drop the subject because a lot of changes have happened uh, on, on my end and on Doctor James's end, mm-hmm. just with uh, with all of all kinds of employment changes, what not and what not. My God, it's been a long week. Um, <laughs> let's give Jesse a movie right. and. And this is Young People Watching Old Movies.
1: Drop the Subject presents Young People Watching Old Movies.
0: Because Jesse is is a young'un. He's a he's an old baby. He's got peach fuzz and he's got nice long hair if anyone wants to give him a haircut for free. But has he has more. not seen a lot of classic movies. And usually we give him Titanic and The Grapes of Wrath and Gone with the Wind and things like that. But we're going to give him a movie that we have been talking about For many weeks here on Drop the Subject, we reference it constantly. And why don't we give you this movie assignment, too, if you want to go home and watch it? It's on HBO Max so that you can at least keep up with the references because we cannot seem to stop them. Drop Dead Gorgeous is your official assignment for movie watching, Jesse. Download it. Watch it. I don't care if you have to pay extra for the HBO Max. Just do it. (laughs) That is your assignment and report us Uh, Report a review back to us on Monday in 30 seconds or less.
1: Because I I think that there are of, of all of the like sort of classic that type of humor movies, this one is particularly the best. And if you have seen this movie and you felt some kind of way about it before, I will not do the corporate thing where I challenge you to revisit it. But I challenge you to revisit the movie now with a different set of eyes. And just watch it again, because there are lots of people who have watched this the first time and were like, I have no idea what train wreck just happened in front of my eyes. And then they watch it a second time and they get it. So like Ali said, for everyone listening, please go watch Drop Dead Gorgeous. You will also understand many of our references. And while you're searching things and downloading things, don't forget, we got a podcast. Drop the subject, radio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. When you do subscribe Give us five stars. Give us a little review. Tell us what we can do better. Tell us what we're yeah, doing great. Yeah, give
0: us yes. Get yes. Be completely honest. We will read your reviews on the air. So give us a review over the weekend. That's your second assignment. Haha, more homework. We'll see you Monday. Bye. On the next, on the next, drop the subject. On the next show, we'll go over all the cool new iOS updates we just installed on our iPhones,
1: especially the new Siri. Hey Siri, play Drop the Subject on the new channel Q. Here are
0: seven subjects people do not like to talk about. No, no, drop the subject. Religion,
1: gun control, current president Donald. Siri, find radio is show. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Okay, you know what? Forget. A
0: hot dog is not a sandwich. Shut up, you dumb lezzy. Hey, drop the subject. Weekdays, ten to one Pacific, one to four Eastern,
1: on channel Q.